Louise Bedford here. Just before we kick off with today's show, I wanted to let you know that for one week only, you can get up to 84% off a selection of my most popular trading education products available through tradinggame.com.au. Make no mistake. Your financial future is in your hands. So check out the audios, videos, and study courses that I have available at tradinggame.com.au. Now's your chance to develop your skills as a trader for up to 84% off, but only for the next week. Let's get on with the show. Hi, I'm Caroline Stephen, financial journalist. Today's guest on Talking Trading is Philip Teo from TraderWave in Singapore. After 10 years as a technical analyst, Philip began coaching retail traders to impart trading proficiency so the man on the street had a chance of achieving financial freedom. In today's interview, we hear about Philip's trading journey and we also hear about his online trading summit. Philip has gathered 30 plus the top traders around the world for a virtual trading conference so you can hear the best experts talking about their strategies and secrets for long-term success. There will be some familiar names with experts who have already appeared on Talking Trading over the years such as Dr. Van Tharp, three-time world champion Andrea Unja, Adam Koo and Louise Bedford is also a guest speaker. Online summits are a really good way to network and to meet other traders. And in today's Mind Power, Louise Bedford talks about the importance of building a team around you. Having the right team around you counts, even in an area as solitary as trading. I heard a statistic the other day in a very data-ridden area along the lines of air crashes and why do they happen. You see, they collect data on all sorts of things to do with the aircraft industry. The statistic said that 75% of airline crashes occur when the aircrew are working together for the very first time. They also said that a team that is well-rested but haven't worked together before, they actually make more mistakes than a sleep-deprived aircrew that have worked together once. So how does this apply to you as a trader? You need to consider your team around you carefully and you need to have worked with them before you take the plunge towards full-time trading. You need your accountant, maybe a bookkeeper. You need your support crew so that you've got people around you who are cheerleading you. You need to set things up with your spouse and your children if that's your situation so that they know that their role is to support you and to say good things. I even tell my children, here is what I need you to say. So say it to me now. And that way, you can get the support you want. I did get criticism about that. A friend of mine said, well, that's not very spontaneous. Yeah, but sometimes spontaneity leads to unpredictability. And if everybody knows their role, if everybody understands their part 
in your team. That makes it a lot more predictable and you're likely to get your needs met. So establish your team. Work out who you need so that you can be a success. Because once you're a success, you drag a heck of a lot of people up that success tree with you. Hi, I'm Adam Koo. I'm from Adam Koo Learning Technologies Group and I'm listening to Talking Trading. Philip Teo from TraderWave. Hello and welcome to Talking Trading. Thank you, Caroline. I'm happy to join your podcast. Philip, tell us about yourself. How did you get your start in the markets? Well, that was a really long story. I could probably take one hour if I want to elaborate on that, but just to make things really quick. I started to get interested in the markets when I was still an undergraduate in the university. So at that point in time, I didn't know anything about trading yet. But as you know, when you start to realize things about stock market, there's always this person that that appeals to everybody and obviously he's Warren Buffett. So I actually got my start in the financial markets uh, being interested from a fundamental value investing perspective. Uh, I had an opportunity to get recruited as a dealer. Okay, in, in, a, in a brokerage firm, it was through that training program that I learned a lot about the stock market itself. And I joined that program really with the intention of hoping to one day become an analyst, you know, an uh, in, in investment analyst focusing on fundamentals. Uh, but interestingly, the end of the training phase as a, as, a, as a dealer, the HR manager actually came by and asked me and said, Philip, I realized that you you did pretty good in terms of your analysis and your presentation during the trading phase. So instead of becoming a dealer, would you want to consider becoming an analyst? So it was like, wow, a dream come true. And and interestingly, the next thing he told me was, Philip, this role of analyst is for the role of a technical analyst. Can you imagine how devastating it was when I want to become like a Warren Buffett style (laughs) of fundamental analyst? And now he's offering me the job of a technical analyst. So I told him, yes, I'll accept the job if the boss doesn't mind me knowing nothing about technical analysis. And in reality, the boss really didn't mind because I, I reckon it was because my salary was really very low. And that's how I became a technical analyst. And that was like almost 10 years back. Okay. Back. Okay. So yeah. you became a TA. Tell yes. us now about your trading methodologies and system. Okay. So during my learning phase as a technical analyst, I realized how important technical analysis was. And over time, I started to look at all the different kind of strategies out there. And obviously, you know, you start with uh, price action, trends, support resistance. And after that, I look at technical indicators, uh, Elliott Wave, Fibonacci, but none of them actually appeals to me. The only thing that really makes a lot of sense to me was price action. Mm. So that was how I started to evolve myself into more towards as a price action trader. And then at the same time, I was trying to explore, would I be better becoming a, like a day trader or a swing trader or a position trader? And one thing I realized about myself, which I think is really important for many, for most traders to understand is your personality. What kind of time frame is suitable for the kind of personality that you have? So one thing I, I discovered about myself was that, you know, every, 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 every guy plays computer games when they were younger, right? And I realized that in those days where my friends were all playing those real-time first-person shooting games and like all like Warcraft, such as examples, I never really enjoy playing that kind of games. I always enjoy just being on my own, playing those role-playing games and strategic games where you take your time to think about what you want to do. And that was how I realized that day trading was not something for me because it requires you to make very quick decisions. 
So that's something I thought that traders, when they first decide on the kind of time frame they use, they should think about it. And then when I look at position uh, trading, which is on a much longer horizon, I find that it didn't work for me uh, very, very well as well because it takes a long time for you to get feedback about mm. how you are doing, how you are performing, and mm. to review your strategy. So in the end, I end up sticking to a price action, swing trading kind of strategy where I try to identify uh, what is the main trend for these particular instruments or across the, the hundreds of instruments I'm looking at, and then trying to find a point to ride that main trend, the swing on the main trend along the way. What instruments do you look at? I look mainly across um, stocks, and there's a reason for it. Uh, I pers- that's my personal opinion, is that I find um, uh, other instruments like Forex um, and, and commodities, they are really, really very, very competitive. In terms of there are too many professionals there, possibly looking at the same kind of setups as, as you, and probably faster than you as well. And sometimes to the point where they have algorithms and programs to help them getting quicker than most other people as well. So slippage and in terms of getting in in time could be a problem. And I chose to keep to stocks because that's where I started in. And at the same time, I realized that's where the less experienced people mainly are, especially those um, retail traders and investors who likes to average down, who who doesn't get out when, 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 when a key support breaks and stuff like that. So I, I find that there's much more opportunities to find um, good setups and still being able to be remain high, more highly competitive compared to having to trade with professionals. So I stuck to the stock market. Now you're based in Singapore, aren't you? Yes, that's right. So which equity markets do you look at? I mainly look at Singapore and at best Hong Kong because uh, I mean US is definitely a, a great market to look at. But at the same time, I wanted some work-life balance and, and, and being in a US market at our timing is really just too much to bear because uh, although we I'm, it, I'm a swing trading in nature, uh, but still it it's hard to fall asleep knowing that you have open positions uh, in a time zone, uh, in another time zone where you're supposed to be falling asleep and feeling at peace and easy. So that was something that I, I deliberately avoid. But although I might be looking at that in the future when uh, there's really nothing much else for me to do but to just trade the markets. So give us but, a bird's uh, eye view of how the Singaporean and Hong Kong index is performing at the moment. Okay, the Singapore market actually hasn't been really performing greatly despite the US market having a fantastic and a very stable run over the past 10 years. Singapore has been going up and down, up and down and liquidity has been teening very uh, significantly as well. So uh, Singapore is really not an ideal kind of environment to look at. And uh, Hong Kong generally is pretty much uh, active and volatile as well. So that's where Westwing trading is actually uh, more suitable. But also to be very frank with you, I have been trading lesser and lesser recently, mainly because uh, of the business that I'm running on TraderWave, uh, as well as this summit that I'm in the midst of organizing and hosting. These are all really taking up so much of my time, uh, even my capital as well. So I want to talk about the summit in just a minute. Mm. Let's just go to the final questions on trading. The psychological Mm. hurdles that you, Philip, encounter when you trade the markets, what does your personality bump up against? Okay, so um, my personality has always been pretty risk adverse. So unlike many traders who talk about losing their capital base once, twice, three times, I've never experienced that. And, And I firmly believe in the philosophy of learning from other people's mistakes. So I am a very avid reader. So I read up all the books on like market wizards, 
Uh, that's that's the entire series of interviews, right? So basically, even before I started trading, I learned about all the mistakes that people made. So consciously, I was already trying to avoid all the cat- catastrophic mistakes in a way. Uh, in terms of losing money-wise, I haven't had a chance to uh, wipe out my account before. Uh, and even even that on that basis, I usually size my trades fairly small, if you ask me, something to the tune of 0.5%. That way, uh, I have never, even with losing streaks, I have never like gone beyond losing more than 15% uh, in my trading capital account. But at the same time, it means that my account grows slower, much slower as well. And I think that's really just a give and take that anyone has got to accept. So in terms of the psychology uh, that affects me, was that I find myself tend to want to take profit early, all right, compared to trying to ride it out. And I think that is a typical human nature. Uh, it's not it's not just something that is about me, but I think it's about most people as well. So that is something that I had to try to overcome for a period of time. So I have no problems cutting losses. So, but I have a problem letting profit run. So that was something that I've, I'm I'm aware about, and I try to remind myself all the time. Okay, maybe that's what uh, Louis uh, said in her presentation. Uh, one strategy potentially could be to take profit, uh, half the profit, when they reach a certain target, and let the rest write it out. So that's something that uh, helped me along the way as well. So let's go to your online trading summit. What is mm. unique about it? Oh, so this online trading summit, maybe let me just cover a bit about the format of this online trading summit because uh, online trading summit itself is a virtual trading conference. Where a virtual I actually trading interview. conference. Yes, yes, yes. So everything resides online where I actually conduct video interviews with about, uh, at this point in time, there's more than 30 experts uh, on this summit speaking on different trading topics. And so all these videos are actually pre-recorded okay, between me and the speaker itself. And what happens is that during the actual summit, which will run from the 10th to 16th of September, we will schedule and uh, make these videos uh, available uh, for the participants to watch throughout that seven days of the summit run. And each video will be available to watch for about 24 hours. So that is... Uh, that is how it is being structured. So what is unique about doing this entire summit online uh, versus the traditional way of having an offline trading conference, which is still the norm nowadays, is that by doing it online, um, traders from around the Asia-Pacific region could potentially gather at just one single online location to learn from all the best trading experts. All right? And unlike the traditional on on location trading conference, the participants do not have to fly in nor do they have to book accommodation <laughs> at the designated place to attend the conference, right? Who, right. Are the, who are the speakers in the summit? Who else? Have, who have you got? You've got Louise Bedford, who you spoke with yesterday. Oh, yes, yes. So uh, one of our keynote speaker is uh, Dr. Bentap. I'm sure you mm. are very familiar with him. So he's a renowned peak performance trading coach who wrote that must-read classic trading book, Trading your way to financial freedom. Mm. Yes. Another person, uh, another speaker is uh, Jerry Parker. I'm sure you, you would have heard of him as well. He was one of the original turtle trader uh, who trained under Richard Dennis, the legendary trader. And uh, Andrea Unger is yes. also one of the key speakers. Yes, yeah. interviewed Andrea. The, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. The only person, the only trader who has won the uh, Futures Trading World Cup Championship four times and three of them consecutive in consecutive years. Yeah, Louis Bedford, which I'm sure the listeners are already very familiar with, as well as um, Adam Koo and mm-hmm. uh, Rainer, Rainer Thio from Singapore. And uh, there's many others as well, uh, prominent speakers from uh, India especially. 
Uh, but at this part of the world, maybe the Australian listeners might not uh, be that aware of, but they are also very top-notch speakers and educators in their own right in their region. Yep. What are the topics that will be covered by the speakers on the summit at the summit? Okay, so this uh, in this particular summit, I, I, I took special care to actually categorize the main, the, the main segments uh, that we want to focus on, which are namely trading best practices, trading strategies, and trading workflow. All right. So trading best practices include topics like trading psychology, risk management, and money management, which are really, really crucial to what a trader needs to understand and apply. And trading strategies, as usual, you know, is what people try to chase after the holy grail sort of. Uh, things like candlestick la, and, uh, and alley wave, Fibonacci, and those overlays and indica- indicators. And another segment which I really wanted to bring in and focus on is the trading workflow part of it, which I think is important. So things like whether you should look at systematic trading, discretionary trading, or even algorithm trading so these are some of the topics that some of the speakers are speaking about and of course most of the speakers will pick a certain pet topic within each of these segments to speak about but generally during the Q&A part or during those full one-on-one interview I will usually quiz them on their experiences across the entire three segments. Is it paid or is it free? Okay, so this online summit, uh, we actually, to benefit as many traders as possible, we actually make it free to attend. So what happens is that all the uh, summit videos will be made available for 24 hours from their scheduled date and time, free to watch for uh, any participant who sign up to attend this summit. Uh, but however, at, at the same time, one of our key goal is to actually make this summit a yearly affair or maybe even a bi-yearly affair. And in order to make this a self-sustainable initiative to continue through the years, we also try to build a revenue model around it. So as such, we also created a paid all access pass that summit participants, those who sign up free, could potentially pay so that they can continue to get lifetime access to all the summit videos and teaching materials inside a membership area. Lifetime right, so, access to all the videos. Yes, lifetime access to all the videos. So you can actually take your time if you want, if you are not available during the summit itself, you can actually get an all access pass so that you can watch even one week, two weeks, a few months after 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 the summit mm. itself. Yes. And on top of that, uh, all access pass holder will also be able to assess uh, the audio podcast version of all the summit videos and also the transcript version, which means it's in a text format. Yes. Yes. And finally, all access pass holder will also be able to participate in four sessions of uh, live online Q&A panel discussion with some of the speakers that will be speaking uh, on this uh, in this summit. And we will cover specific trading topics. All right. So participants... Uh, we'll be able to ask the panelists questions directly during the, the discussion itself and get their answers immediately. Fantastic. So that's also another value we try to create for all access pass holders. And in all, the main focus is to make this summit a sustainable model so that we can continue to do, do it uh, year in, year out thereafter. Philip, dear, I hope you do do it year in, year out. I definitely hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to swap black books and, and some of the names that you've got I've interviewed and we should do we should do a compare list. Yeah, definitely, definitely. In fact, uh, I have quite a number of speakers that I didn't have a chance to approach them yet, which I definitely would like to invite them on board uh, after we have made this summit a really successful one. Philip, where yeah. can people go to book into the summit? We have this um, a registration site at online tradingsummit.com one single word online tradingsummit.com you just have to head in to the website landing page over there and you'll be able to get all the information that you require on the 
speakers who are speaking in the summit and their topics and of course to sign up for the summit itself so that you can be updated of the scheduling of the summit in time to come. Philip Teo from Trader Wave, thanks so much for your time coming on to Talking Trading. Thank you so much Caroline, it's my pleasure to be speaking in your podcast. You've been listening to TalkingTrading.com.au with Caroline Stephen. Make sure you are subscribed to this website to receive the very latest market views, commentary and expert opinion. Tune in next week as we've got a bumper show planned. Bye for now. The views represented on Talking Trading are general in nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regard to your own situation.